California knows how to party. California knows how to party. California knows how to party. Hello, everybody. Hopefully that won't get taken down because I was doing a quote of California knows how to party. I am here in San Francisco. It has been a wild week, a lot going on in my world. And I did a podcast on Monday, which is a makeup of Friday. And then I missed a Tuesday. So now I'm doing a Saturday, which is a Friday. It's all kinds of scrambled. It's a nonlinear podcast schedule. Um, welcome back. This is podcast 113 with your host, Craig, having coffee in downtown San Francisco at the Zeppelin Hotel. So here's to you, whoever you are, whenever you are, however you are, wherever you are. Mm. So I have the ukulele that I have traveled with, the one that I uh, got in Hawaii back in 2009. Um, I am here in San Francisco to attend the Outside Lands Festival, um, to celebrate the work of my good friend Adam Foley and my good friend Randy Reed, my amigos from the music industry, uh, because they manage the band Odessa, the duo, who are one of the largest electronic acts in the world, and they are closing out the Outside Lands Festival, which is in Golden Gate, Golden Gate, Golden Gate Park. Um, apparently it's a great festival. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to seeing this beautiful work because apparently the current Odessa show is stellar. Um, and I'm just super proud of those guys and I'm so happy to be able to support them. Uh, Randy is not here, but Adam is. So I'm going to have some coffee with the boy and hang out and get to see my friend Heather, who has, uh, uh, been part of the executive team of Burning Man for many, many years. Uh, she's doing some great installation experiential artwork uh, around the country as well. Super talented. So uh, old friend from James Madison University, which I'm stoked about. And uh, today I've been walking around downtown San Francisco. So I booked this room and it was like not super expensive, but it's kind of a sweet boutique hotel, which I was like, hey, boutique hotel in downtown San Francisco should cost more money. And I've been hearing about... um you know, the inner cities of America, the downtowns of America are uh, in a little bit of chaos right now. And I've been hearing a lot about San Francisco. And so I was like, okay, well, it's probably some dynamics down here to check out. And it's been interesting. So I've spent the last two hours walking around downtown San Francisco. Uh, and it's interesting. So driving in from the hotel last night, I had a cab and we kind of came through the edge of the Tenderloin District, which is uh, where the most sketchy stuff is going on. And it was wild. I mean, it's 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 wild. I mean, there are there was somebody like throwing footballs across an intersection last night at like 10 p.m. Like like corner people, right? Like doing nighttime stuff, right? So <laughs> probably dealers throwing a football across a, a, a urban intersection as cars were going by. Um, and so it was wild. And this morning I was walking around and just a few blocks from here, uh, you know, it's definitely some, uh, people in despair are floating around downtown San Francisco. And 
I'm staying at the Zeppelin, which is a sweet boutique hotel. And I think this is like a layer of hotels that are like, um, I've noticed before, which is style and swankiness overlaid on top of an old apartment building. So like new lamps, new fixtures and drapes and, you know, entries to the bathroom and shower is modern and the table's modern and the bed's modern and the carpet's modern. And when you look at the corners, it's an old apartment building, right? So the corners are kind of like uneven. They've painted over things. There's old remnants of like phone jacks and cable that used to be in here. And like the window sills are like older and, you know, meditating uh, in this room, you can sort of get that sense that this is an old building, right? So you can feel the beams and the inner works and looking out the window, you can see a building that just looks empty. And then you can look past that and you can see theaters with amazing music. Um, and walking around is really interesting. So today it's like I was thinking about the idea of the signal and the noise. And uh, you think about technology. So San Francisco is a really interesting place because uh, it's the birthplace of like so much modern, technical, and new age thought. And I've always been really fascinated with California for that reason, and especially the Bay Area. And I've spent a lot of time in the Central Coast. I lived in California. I got engaged here. Uh, Big Sur is super important to me. This coast is super important to me. And I've always been attracted to the innovation that has come out of the Bay Area and the music. And it's just been so incredible on so many levels. And working in digital marketing, I've noticed like you, these systems that have been set up on the internet, these systems that are amplifications of intent, right? And things of our subconscious that we don't even pay attention to. And these systems that we use that make our lives easier, but then there are systems of complexity and then there's an innovation and a new system that overlays the old system. And I know that anybody who's ever replaced a software system on top of another one, it's really freaking complicated. So it's almost like the more advanced we get, the more the complexity that we overlay on top of gets more amplified. So on some level, it gets more complex and more messy. The faster we move and the more accelerated we become. And you think about what I just said with the Zeppelin, which is like, oh, this new boutique hotel overlaid on this old building. And there's a lot of new stuff, but then there's like all these details that they just couldn't fix, right? The outlets are old and a little crooked, right? And the paint is a little uneven, but the art is cool and the espresso machine is new and all of that. And just walking around San Francisco where you see um, really amazing, soulful things like art on the walls and beautiful flowers on the hotels and like acceptance and be yourself. And I, I saw a beautiful mural on the wall that said, um, each one, teach one. And then a block away, seeing some homeless people who are mentally unwell and people using drugs. I mean, that's here, right? So it's like a gorgeous mess. And I thought like, okay, well, that's, we are advancing and we're looking at these beautiful high ideals and we have this technology that is helping us so much. And yet there's so much despair around us. And even on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, like we have where I live, I'm not there currently, um, 
we are having a growing number of displaced people who don't seem to have a place to live. And that's a uh, result of real estate becoming so incredibly expensive. And so sometimes you can see places in like California has been very expensive and it's hard to afford to live in a place. And when that happens, people get displaced and they become the unhoused, a.k.a. the homeless. And then there's all kinds of like mental illness issues. There's all kinds of drug issues. There's so many things of despair that are written in there. And yet this place is so incredible and inspiring and there's beautiful architecture all around and seeing, you know, workers on the street with a crane making shit happen and beautiful artists playing music and a really cool hotel and a great restaurant and people from around the world and diversity and acceptance and be yourself and the latest technology that's changing the world and Google and all of that stuff. And the beautiful like hills around us and the Pacific Ocean and the light energy and the possibility. And that's such the human experience. And I was uh, talking with my friend um, who does work in the peace building space. And she was just talking about um, one of the things she's working on, which is uh, sort of the way that people are taking care of themselves and treating each other in the activist space. Right. So, hey, I, I need to change the world. I have an issue I, I believe in justice, but within those communities, there's a lot of drama and unhealth and trauma and people like turn on each other and treat each other poorly. And how uh, she mentioned um, the focus on small communities of care. And that really resonated with me because I've thought for a long time for me um, in this grand world of change and overwhelm that I find real uh, purpose in one-on-one -on -one interactions people around me, when I'm sitting with someone, that if I can have a heart-to-heart -heart connection with that person, that's one tiny stitch in the fabric of society that makes this thing stronger. And that's, I feel like I can sort of influence that, right? I can't control another person, but I can try to control myself. And being 10 years sober, working on yoga, having a meditation experience, the further I get into that, the more I'm humbled with the mess that I have been in this world. And walking around San Francisco where you see it in an urban space, which is urban spaces are, are intense places, right? There's always beauty and inspiration and human elevation and despair and inequality and chaos and, you know, art and dirt and grime and technology and bright lights and financial wealth and all that stuff. Um, and the inner environment. And to think about the signal and the noise. And how the more accelerated we get with our tools and toys and visions of projection, it's like the more of a call there is to be sacred and grounded and pull from the ancient works of truth. These ancient technologies and these ancient works that we have that live in us, in the tomes around us of the great religions and spiritual traditions and the evolutions and the innovations of such and the practices that we can get into and real humbleness and humility. And I see that everywhere I'm walking today. And I'm really looking forward to connecting with beautiful friends and seeing some incredible music because that's also the elevation, right? The bringing together around culture and vibration. Who's the hot thing who are the legacies that are still growing who's out there that 
needs a hug or a handshake or a high five or a what's up on the dance floor. So from this beautiful city I call San Francisco. Actually, everybody calls it San Francisco. (laughs) I'm going to take a pause and have a sip of coffee. I call it San Francisco. So do you, apparently. Mm. I call it, you call it, we call it San Francisco. Um, From this beautiful city, this place I love, California, which like the rest of the world is going through a lot of change, as we all are. The Delta is eternal. Surf that Delta. I send words of encouragement and love and light to you, wherever you are. And I hope you're being good to yourself. That's all I have for today. Later.